0: and perspectives a couple that survives. he's
2: kind of like an imp- impetuous guy and in, in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married
0: what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus
2: mooch you dare? The
1: mooch is here. The mooch is in the house.
2: So, what kind of car are you sitting in? Like a Crown Vic uh, or something?
1: No. you well, yeah, I'm sitting in a uh, chocolate brown 1979 Crown Victoria. <laughs> uh, as long the, as you're in the front, the bumper, not the back, like with the, with the arrestant. No, come on. I'm in a very nice uh, suburban. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm back in the presidential motorcade. You know, I'm back. I'm in the back of the car. Oh, those were the
2: days for you.
1: Uh, there were only eleven of them. Uh there were only 11 of them but they were uh
2: you love good, them. To, good
1: to be back good to be back with Mrs. Mooch. Okay, so what are we talking about because you are running the show as usual. What are we talking about?
2: Well, it's bad that I'm running the show because we were supposed to do the show 3 hours later and I barely read anything and I had to bring our son to the show with me. He's laying on the floor. <laughs> I wish you could see him right now. <laughs> He's laying on the floor on his jacket like it's nap time in the preschool. So anyway, I guess there's some breaking news about Michael Cohen. Um, Yeah. And basically it shows that there's been this like federal inquiry into him for a while, like before we even realized it. I don't know. And there's all this stuff um, that I don't understand because I haven't read through it enough. And it seems pretty complicated. But did you did you see this? Or you didn't even read yeah, anything about uh, yeah,
1: it? Yeah, I know. I, I read through the whole thing. I mean, so you know, basically, what's what's what they're they're basically giving you more information on the investigation that went into a Very detailed investigation uh, lasted over a year before they decided to raid his house. And so, I mean, there's a but number of different ways. T- it
2: ties back now to this guy Victor Vexelberg, and mm-hmm, he yep. was you know controlling some sort of investment management or some holding company and um he's some russian oligarch who's buddies with mm-hmm. vlad
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um i guess somehow you know he, they were hired for election interference so i don't know like this guy vexelberg's mm-hmm. not even allowed into the u.s
1: yeah so it's very confusing so we'll
2: to, i don't know i'd have to read yeah, more well about
1: well, it. well listen i mean so the the allegations that are now being made is that the um, Vexel Vicksel, Vexelberg situation was tied into Trump, and it could have had an impact on the election. But there could be, in my opinion, a worse allegation that could be made, and that is that they were funding the Trump organization. And and uh, one of the one of the things that people are worried about is that the president built uh, tons of condominiums around the world.
2: Can't uh, hear you. Speak into the phone.
1: Uh, were, were they were they money laundering uh, facilities? Do you understand what I mean? So are you holding your nose? Cond- No, I'm talking right into the phone. Can you you hear me
2: okay? Yeah.
1: No, I'm trying to talk into the phone. Oh, okay. No. Oh, let (laughs) me just just, No, you know when
2: kids, like, try to be funny and they hold their nose and they're like, Hi, Mommy. I'm not
1: holding my nose. Okay. Okay. Can I finish my comment? Yes. Can I finish the point that I was making? No, what I was basically trying to say is that they build a condominium. And then money, cash or whatever, it runs through a bank in Cyprus. That's where the Russians launder a lot of their money. And then it gets wired for the purpose of purchasing a condo unit. And so one of the allegations being made is that a lot of Russian mobsters bought condos in Trump uh, apartment buildings, condominiums, etc. And this is a way that the Trump organization got funded. And so the question is, is the president done something wrong or not? And basically... If the president, while he was running Trump Organization, fulfilled the protocols in the Patriot Act for getting foreign money, then he's in the clear. Uh, it still could be laundered money, but if he fulfilled that protocol, you know, it's, it's, he doesn't have the bias, in other words, to, to figure out whether it's laundered money or not. He just has to fulfill the protocol in the Patriot Act. If he didn't do that, he may have a problem.
2: Okay. Why do we keep losing you?
1: Okay, we're going to have to go to oh, another no. location then to All make right. the call. No, we got... Uh, maybe
2: when you stopped talking, you thought we lost you.
1: Okay. All right. Do you want to do no, on? you're fine. I oh, can okay. we can. I can we edit can this edit. out, but... Uh, no, no, you were fine. You just finished your thought. That's fine.
2: Okay. You know what? When you stop talking, it goes so silent. I'm not used to that because oh, you're so okay. loud. Okay.
1: All right. So, yeah. No, no. Just assume that I'm still on. Then. But, but you okay. know, the point I'm making is that... Uh, This is uh, um, I don't think this is a bombshell or a smoking gun that's going to hurt the president, uh, because, again, the way Washington leaks, Washington leaks like a pirate ship that's been blown to smithereens uh, by cannonballs. Um, And so if there was a kill shot on the president in two years of Mueller investigations, uh, something would have come out that was the kill shot. On And so no, I still don't think there's a I still don't think there's a kill shot.
2: All right, I think this presidency just has caused mass confusion and chaos. That's what people with problems do; they cause cre- they cause a lot of problems. Okay, so anyway,
1: what's his problem? What's
2: his I'm in the George. I'm in the George. Uh, You're in the camp. George
1: Conway camp. There's so no George way Conway. if someone
2: is is sane, if someone is mentally sound, emotionally sound, and their personality is somewhat normal. That this doesn't happen where you have all of these people around you who are like defuncted and there's like investigation after investigation after investigation and just mass confusion and just a waste of time, energy, resources, money, you know, just like brain power, everything on this nonsense. Like if you're this out of control and you have this much going uh, on around you that's not kosher, you should not be the president. Like- Okay. Uh, he's great on okay. policy, you know. He has the be- country first, which I love, you know. But hello, like, what is all this? This is like nonsense. It's crazy. It's Trump too much. is crazy. He is crazy. It's too much. Uh, if he was right, normal, well, this me, wouldn't be going. There wouldn't be uh, film adult film stars more than one. I mean, come on. It's like, oh man, already enough.
1: Uh, well, let, all right, but let me ask you this quick. Well, most. People that are a little bit, you know, aggressive like Trump, uh, they do run for office. Bill Clinton, etc. I mean, they have these eccentricities of their personality. But George Conway specifically said that he thinks his condition, his narcissistic personality disorder, is worsening. I mean, exact quote is, his condition is getting worse.
2: Well, how could What's it not be when you're the center of attention all day and night? I feel like it's like feeding into it's like giving the cookie monster cookies all day you know he's like wakes up the whole world is focused on what he's saying and doing so it's just like feeding into his disorder and and the more that people like what he's doing even though a lot of it isn't normal he he feels like it's justified and amazing so like why can't you just do what you have to do and and he talks about all this stuff that he doesn't need to talk about but then like there's people being murdered in mosques and so he doesn't condemn hate he like he stays silent on it so it's like you know you're not sure what he really thinks about it and it's like you you are such a blowhard about every other thing that doesn't even matter but you don't condemn these things like speak out stand up for something other than yourself i
1: don't know okay I so just... on these on these points i a thousand percent agree with you and i think that the path uh to his re election is going to continue to narrow if he stays the course with this sort of stuff. I mean, he's been told by his advisors if you stop tweeting or lower the volume of your tweeting, it has a positive effect on your approval ratings. And so he goes out and sends out fifty tweets in forty hours. So um I don't know if that's a sign of mental stability or not, but that's definitely a sign of uh, like uh you know being this counterintuitive rebellious person. I got that. But let me ask you this question. Uh, Lindsey Graham was best friends with John McCain. Uh, He's crapping all over John McCain this weekend. Uh, Kellyanne Conway is married to George Conway. The president called him a total loser this morning on Twitter. Uh, Will Kellyanne Conway defend her husband? Yes or no. Uh, Will Lindsey Graham, who was best friends with uh, John McCain, and consider John McCain his mentor in the Senate, will he... Rebuke what the president is saying about John McCain.
2: Yeah, well, Lindsey Graham might say something, but he can't say too much, and she won't say anything to defend her husband. Okay,
1: why? Why won't? Why won't she say anything?
2: Because she never does. She always sides with the president, and so maybe she really does agree with him like that. But then, like you married the wrong person. Like they're just completely ideal. Like they have nothing in common in terms of like what they think about life and values and what they value and stuff. Like if they went to Tony Robbins date with destiny, they have their values are completely different. So I don't know how that works, but
1: but, but, but this is it a game?
2: Is her values? Well, let me,
1: well, let me as is her, her values probably identical to his. And this is uh uh, you know, there's a thought Joe Scarborough feels that Kellyanne Conway uh, doesn't like the president. And Kellyanne Conway said off mic, that uh, she was treating the campaign like a trip abroad. It'll last three months and then end and she'll move on now. She's the president's counselor uh, and she knows that she's been ostracized from most of the establishment community in Washington that she lived in for 25 years. So is this uh, a counter position that I'm saying, I don't even
2: have enough time to figure out my own life. Like, you know, I don't even have time to think about if Kellyanne Conway really likes the president or not. I don't really know. But if she doesn't, I mean, then she should get an Oscar and she should really go on to Hollywood. Because, I mean, she stands up there and defends him and she always has the right thing to say for him. So I I don't know. But if she's really not in his camp, she does a damn good job of acting like she is. So who knows? I don't okay, know. So I
1: think something something is going to end badly here. That's my prediction. OK, I like George a lot. Met him many times. Met him at what do the you mean, Italian, end, what What's
2: going to end badly?
1: Uh, well, they're either going to break up and have marital problems as a result of this. Well, I'm pressure, sure they already have marital or, problems or or she's going to leave the White House. Something's going to happen. This is not going to end well. The increase in the rhetoric leading into the 2020 election is going to cause some kind of dynamite like. Explosion. Well, and maybe by the way, wasn't enough I in like the loop. A lot. Yeah. No, I'm saying I like her a lot. She's always been a good friend to me. I like George a lot. Um, um, but I don't, I don't think that some of the stuff that George is saying has relevancy. And but this is the problem. President doesn't listen to anybody. He's uh, beating to his own drum.
2: Well, I don't know. All I know is that, like I said, I might not have been as in tune because you weren't involved in any other administration. But I don't. Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, the Trump administration has caused breakups throughout the land and has caused, like, massive amounts of personal problems for people. And it's like, what is that? It's like he's a rotten apple and he's spoiling the whole bunch. I don't know. It's just so weird. I go – I flip-flop on him all the time because if he could just – Stop it! But that's like saying, okay, if like you know Howard Hughes could just stop hiding and peeing into glass jars and growing out his nails, like that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
1: Right, well, I want to just stipulate for you, your fan base, that we don't think that the president's peeing in the glass jars, but you no. know, no, no, I'm possible, just saying, but,
2: like, but... I don't know why I'm expecting this old dog <laughs> to do new tricks because he is an old right. dog, dog.
1: Okay, so. So let's talk about another old dog, though. Uh, Joe Biden more or less slips over the weekend that he's running for president. Trump says that he's got low IQ. Um, What do you what do you think happens there? Joe Biden versus the president.
2: The only people who say someone has low IQ is someone with a low IQ. Just so you know. So um, what did what did you ask me?
1: Well, give me that theory. I want to hear that theory first. So, So. so if, if somebody has a low IQ, they're calling is projecting, is
2: say. Yes, we're we're doing pro- psych psych one hundred and two okay. today. He's projecting, okay. or psych two hundred and one, okay. so whatever. This is sophomore he has level.
1: Some massive insecurity about his IQ, so he's calling out somebody else's low IQ. Yeah, because if, I if you it, didn't okay. have
2: to, if you didn't have to feel like you had to point that out, if you were confident in your own abilities, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I just I don't know. So, he's so screwed up.
1: So let me so let me uh, let me ask you this, though. OK, can Biden beat Trump?
2: I don't know. Biden
1: as a white male with aging uh, outdoor plumbing, he's a male. He has genitalia. You're in the Democratic Party. Uh, he's white. He's 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 male. He's pale and he's stale. OK, so can he get the Democratic nomination?
2: So he's stale because he's 76 or he's, he's stale because yeah. he isn't a psychopath who's on the well, warpath no, every day
1: He's, he's stale and tweeting? And, he, was a premier, he was in a prior administration. He was in the Senate for multiple decades. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the Democrats usually like new blood. And, and by the way, I will point out that the Democrats historically had greater success in the ascent of the presidency when they picked people below the age of 50. They picked up. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt, they pick John Kennedy. Uh, they typically do what Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, when they're picking somebody below the age of 50, uh, the Democrats have a tendency to do better than when they're picking their aging war horses. The Republicans always go for an aging war horse. That would be Bob Dole, Ronald Reagan, Dwight Eisenhower, you know, obviously Trump. You know, the Republicans typically go for the. Uh,
2: yeah, because the Republicans are, are stuffy old white men themselves
1: there's some truth to that. Demographically, some truth to that. But what do you think about Joe Biden? Can he win the nomination?
2: I'm going to tell you he... this. I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to speculate. I'm just going to watch it play out, and then we'll know. Because everything, all bets are off. It's a no-holds-barred type of environment that we are in, and nothing is predictable. Everything is unpredictable. So I'm just going to wait and see. I couldn't okay. tell well, you. I'm... I don't know if Joe Biden's going to appeal to normal people with a heart um, who don't want this type of yaya in the freaking White House anymore, who is just spreads hate every day. Literally, that's all he does. What do
1: you what do you think about uh, Beto O'Rourke? The Republicans are no, calling No, because he's like a Francis wet dish O'Rourke. rag. No, please. no. He's a wet dish rag. No, he can't. Okay, yeah, give me some more commentary on that, because he's a he's a darling of the liberal media. And he raised six million dollars in uh, two days. So, what, what what don't you like about him?
2: It's not that I don't like him. I just don't think that he has the chutzpah to be the president. I don't think he has the the hutzpah to be our current president. I don't think so. So okay,
1: what about what about Jeb Bush saying that somebody from the Republican Party
2: needs to step up and give – traditional? I think so. yeah. I think okay, so but, but,
1: but the president has a 93% approval rating with the republicans it's the highest approval rating ever for a president with his own party. Okay so, so I guess I you, need how to how travel you, the
2: country to... and meet these people because I don't know anyone that likes the president. I mean unless I go out with you and then I hang out with your friends. but
1: Okay, like, but that, that's a that's a line about Richard Nixon. I don't know anybody that's voting for him, so no one's voting for him, and he won the presidency in 1968.
2: Right, so that's, that's why speculating so is pointless, because people don't really tell the, the truth. The
1: East Coast. No, right, well, or well, people true, don't true. tell have, the truth. I'm in uh, San Francisco, and I can tell you there's a lot of of conservatives here. They, they walk over to me after these breakfast meetings and say, oh, by the way, I'm a Trump supporter, can't tell anybody here in San Francisco, so... That's the reverse. Well, they're the probably
2: sick of living amongst like filth and homeless, and you know that's like a big
1: right. thing. That's well, well. That's the thing I don't get. I don't understand how the left leaning mayors or the left leaning people that are running these inner cities have run them into the ground, and how they think that's a good thing. I, I still don't understand I think it's a, why. I
2: think it's a terrible thing. I don't know why can't somebody can't you. somebody run a city and be fiscally responsible and and not so extreme. And then, also, like see humans as humans and try to spread some love and be like a kind soul, like why can't you be both? Why do you have to be either a complete bleeding heart or a complete tight ass? like why can't somebody be something in between?
1: I'm trying to be that for you, baby. Is it working for me or no
2: no you you are yeah, no, you are that.
1: He is a sick puppy.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't make people nauseous. By
1: by the way, he's called me a sick puppy before the son of a bitch. Okay, so let me ask you a different question, abruptly changing topics. Uh, Judge Janine Pirro, um, obviously I'm friends with her. You've met her many times. I've been on her show uh, probably 15 times in the last two years. Uh, She kicked kicked off. It looks like it's a suspension. Uh, We're not sure if she's permanently removed from the show or not because nobody's commenting. Uh, but it appears to be a suspension. And uh, so what say you?
2: Okay, well, I was trying to talk to Nick because he's laying on the floor telling me his stomach hurts. And so it's like high drama over here. So anyway, I think you were talking about Janine Pirro?
1: Yeah, ah, Janine we'll Pirro kicked off her show. Mm-hmm. Um, she basically said the uh, uh, representative Omar from Minnesota, the fact that she's wearing a hijab, means that she's adhering to Sharia law and she's basically saying that Sharia law is antithetical. No, I know. So I I don't understand
2: why that would be a crazy thing for someone to ponder.
1: Okay, so I Like if I'm wearing a nun's habit,
2: right? If I'm rolling around in a nun's habit, you're gonna assume that Mm -hmm. I'm adhering to the Bible, right? To the New Testament yeah. of the Bible. So why is that some a weird and strange thing to ponder? I don't know.
1: Okay, so but then I guess I people guess, are going to call me a the, racist.
2: I don't know. Or
1: Yeah, well, I guess I guess the council on American Islamic relations uh, denounced her aggressively and they basically said that she was a racist because if you learn the hijab, uh it doesn't necessarily mean that you're anti-American, but I think what Janine ju- the judge was trying to point out is that one of the problems with Sharia law, if you read through it, is that it's antithetical to other types of religious uh, 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 worship. And so uh, that's antithetical to the First Amendment. You know, one of the reasons why we're here, uh, most of us, is uh, to be able to have freedom of religion, where you can you know, pray to God in any way that you see fit. And so one problem with Sharia, Sharia says, well, you only pray, pray to the one God, that's the Muslim God. So. I think uh, Janine was trying to make that point. When you read the transcript and you listen to it, which I did this morning, um, it's a little abrupt the way she's saying well, it. Well, see, that's and, the thing. Uh, I didn't
2: see it, and I didn't read
1: it. It struck a match there, but this woman has said, uh, Representative Omar, she has said five or six very anti-Semitic, very aggressive, anti-Semitic things.
2: Right.
1: Um, the Apex so thing. Nancy, and,
2: right. Yeah, exactly. Now,
1: Nancy Pelosi said, well, well, she didn't really mean that. And uh, so we're not censoring her. Let's move on. But Fox took the step of suspending Janine, or at least from what we can tell, she's been suspended. They haven't announced that her show is canceled.
2: No, Um, I read an article today that said she was officially, officially suspended.
1: Okay, so she's suspended. So we don't know if she's coming back, not coming back. We're not sure directly where things are going. Um, Obviously, I support her. Uh, I've sent out two tweets related to this thing, basically saying that, uh, you know, people make mistakes and uh, and she could use our support right now. Please retweet. Now, this I haven't gotten a retweet like this since I left the White House. I've got 30,000 people that like it, 26,000 people that retweeted it. And so most of my tweets, because I'm effectively shadow banned, I only even though I've got 800,000 followers, I get like 100 people that engage on this thing. So. Uh, It's just interesting that that tweet uh, was up there long enough um, Well, you know, Twitter, unfortunately, causes conservative tweets or people that are Republicans to have their tweets not stay on the message board that long. Uh, But but that touched the nerve. And I think there's a lot of people out there that support her. So we'll have to see what happens here. But my my prediction is she's back on the air in two weeks.
2: Okay. well, we'll see again. No point in speculating because everything is, you know all new record highs of unpredictability in our lives.
1: Do you think that people should be punished professionally if they say something wrong? Should be capital punishment, professional punishment. If that was the
2: case, then the president would be out of office. So
1: so you think this is a reaction to the fact that you can't remove the president? So uh, uh, the liberal uh, jihad is going crazy. Taking other people out, uh, uh, Megan Kelly makes a uh, mention of blackface. Boom, she's fired. She mentioned something about the hijab and the unconstitutionality of Sharia Boom. I
2: think everybody suspended. is way over the top sensitive, way over way the... over
1: the top sensitive. You think it's related to Trump?
2: I think he's amped it up, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but so I do too. I also I think it's think that. you know also part of a generational thing because you know like we have these young kids and I see everybody. At in the community and how it goes down with the sports and the academics and everything, so I think people are just out of their minds. I'm just happy that I'm me. I don't Amen. have this uh, so this mania. I'm happy that
1: I'm happy that you're you too. Believe me, Donna Brazil We both know Donna. She joins Fox News. What do you think of that? Is?
2: I don't think it's gonna last very long because, like. What is she going to do, go on there every night and argue with people? Because she has completely opposite views of everybody. People watch Fox News because they just want to hear what they already mm-hmm. think they know and have it reinforced, you know what I mean? so, yeah, so they, you think
1: she'll be too aggressively Democratic and she won't last?
2: Well, I just feel like people won't be interested in hearing what she has to say because they won't agree with it, you know? People don't mm-hmm. listen to the news for news. They listen now for opinions. On the news yeah,
1: confirmation bias. I right. agree with that. Right, and so Megan they don't McCain want to hear Megan McCain slamming Trump. Megan McCain slamming Trump.
2: She needs uh, to go home and tweet. have some sex. Isn't she a newlywed? I think so, yeah. So okay. she's so uptight, like her man needs to throw her a bone.
1: Her man needs to throw her a bone. Okay. All right. No? Am I getting any bones? Oh, yeah, I, I love that. I love the fact that you're uh, in the bone-throwing business, but just you, you know keep it to my bone.
2: No. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Fred. Right, let's he is go, a let's sick go, puppy. Let,
1: let, let, let's, go. <laughs> let's go to the next one. No, maybe uh, for Smith. her next
2: birthday, Anne, you should buy her like one of those huge toys that you say cause brownouts in cities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I think that she's angry about the situation. She obviously loves her father, but I mean, some things you got to let go so that you can go live your life. You know what I mean? I I I I like her a great deal, but I think that uh,
2: yeah, but there's uh, absolutely no levity her. about her, and he's yeah, inside Trump her melon to the free point. Space.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Totally agree. He's writing free space in her brain, and it's altering her behavior to her detriment. So I hope she stops it. But you know, anyway, not saying she's not right. It doesn't matter. Just ignore it is what I would say to her. But you know ben what, Smith though, maybe I should out. take
2: all that back because honestly. I know that she was so close to her dad, and so was I. So I can understand if someone was publicly attacking my deceased father, I would have a really hard time with it, too. So,
1: I know, but I would be encouraging you
2: to, to ignore it, yeah. Advantage. right.
1: You have to ignore it. It's a political thing, and they're in politics, and they're peeing on each other. And unfortunately, one is deceased. I don't like it. I think it's very, really, very really poor taste. And I think this is the reason why Jeb is saying someone should primary him. But... You know, the poor taste, the question will be, and Trump is trying this, this is a this is a classic borderline personality position. I'm gonna do a lot of great things for you, but I'm also gonna move the goalposts on you to see how much you really like me. So I'm gonna from a personality perspective act like a complete asshole, but I'm gonna have all these great common sense policies that are gonna grow the economy and things are gonna be going well for the country. So what are you going to do? I'm going to see if you really like me. I'm going to move the goalposts on you. So people do that in domestic relationships. They do it in professional relationships. He's doing it with a political relationship with his electorate. And so we'll have to see if it if it if it uh, works or not. But it is very exhausting. Um, well, he also just handles every, himself like a pompous
2: jerk. That's all.
1: It's not. It's not. It's not healthy. I said on MSNBC Sunday night calm it down or your approval rate is going to go down before we blow out of here let me ask two other quick questions we get it attention
0: spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: No, I just Smith. want to address the, the, the mass shootings in mm-hmm. New Zealand and, and in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go ahead. Because it's come to the point where sadly that would have been the first item on our list. Now it's like happening all the time and we've almost become used to it, which is not good. And that's supposedly one of the safer or safest places on the globe. And so we've now reached a point where nowhere is safe, which we already kind of know. Yeah.
1: Well, but- I definitely think that the attack in New Zealand was designed to essentially do that, uh, where people would think New Zealand is so far away from all the commotion that it, it would be safe from this sort of violence. And so uh, it's very, very sad. It's very, very tragic. And, uh, you know, you know, it says a lot about, where we are as a society I wish the president came out harder against it Um, he did say that these people are very troubled and very disturbed but he could have came out a lot harder against this and it would have uh, helped him I think Uh, forget about um, saying I mean he 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 can't
2: bring himself to say anything but Mm -hmm. um, how about looking into some better gun laws and stuff I mean I don't get it but you know what his son also I saw the most it really turned me off his son the other day posted a picture. It was on some website of a mag, a gun magazine, and it said MAGA, right? Dash Zine, like. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and mm-hmm. then you
2: wonder why people don't think you promote violence and gun violence mm-hmm. and hate. Like, come mm-hmm. on, who yeah, does no, that?
1: exactly. No, I, I, uh, I agree with that. That so. is like some honky tonk
2: so it- stuff. I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you.
1: Well. I, I agree with that. Um, but I mean the debate over guns is gonna go well past you and I expire because um there's people that are locked into their guns the way they are into their religion and uh, I, I am an advocate for the second amendment because I grew up with a you know, family of hunters and I get that Yeah, but, but they I lived in
2: rural Pennsylvania death. and they ate the exactly. stuff that they were hunting and it right. was they were hunting to eat. Point. You know what I'm saying?
1: I don't they were hunting to eat. I don't, I don't to think eat. we have Exactly. I don't think we need to have AR-15s that are blowing orange-sized holes into students. I just doesn't. It'll never make sense to me that we're going in that direction. And I'm uh, people that defend that. I sorry, I have a hard time with that. Yeah. Um. Okay. But but two more quick things. Okay. Sam Smith comes out as non-binary. hmm Non-binary. Yep.
2: You mean so just he, like yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I think you should clear yeah. that up for people because they don't.
1: Well, he says I'm not a man and I'm obviously not a woman. He says maybe. I'm not a man. Maybe I'm not a woman. Maybe I'm just me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's basically saying that he's non binary, um, meaning that he's not transgender. Um, and so he's basically trying to say that uh, I, I think it's a very interesting point that he's making. He's trying to say that these labels are useless. You know, so I'm either heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, uh, mm-hmm. transgender. And he's trying to say, Maybe I'm just me.
2: Well, that's how I I try to think about everybody because I mm -hmm, think like every soul that comes down onto this planet has their own Mm -hmm. thing going on. And Mm -hmm. so whatever Mm -hmm. went on with him before he got here, in the womb, or when he arrived, it's his thing, and that's how he is. And I get it, and I respect it. Mm -hmm. And he should do whatever he wants to do to be happy because, like you said, we're all here visiting, right? so
1: 100% I'm a huge live. fan of that statement I love I love what he said and uh, I think hopefully we can import that to a lot of people uh, some levels of sexual amb- ambiguity and that and allow them to be comfortable with themselves and allow there to be some levels of societal acceptance of all that so I love that um, what about uh, parents are killing kids life skills we have these snow plow parents now it was helicopter parents watching older people but now We've got snow plows where they're going to lie, cheat, and bribe the kids into colleges and they're going to uh, feather their beds and make sure that there's no bumps in their life. You you think that's a good strategy?
2: No, but it just gets so hard to do when everybody around you is doing it because like, you don't want your kid to be the the one that gets left in the dust. But I also think that we have a responsibility, at least I do as a mom, to demonstrate a level of um, earnest, hard work, and and succeeding by merit. And I hope that I can teach that to my our kids. I don't I don't want to buy their way into anything, and I don't want to mm-hmm. push them to the point where they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ha- their head's going to blow off because we're we're so dead set on what they have to do and need to do and how perfect they need to be. I don't really want to be like that. And hopefully it won't mm-hmm. be like that. But we'll see because they're so young. I mean, you have older kids. You have not pushed your kids to do anything that they don't want to do. And you try to promote their dreams and what they want to do. Well,
1: so, yeah, but I also try to tell them, uh, you know, that you have to do things in life that you don't like. Oh, that no you
2: don't want to do. There's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, right.
1: there's, there's classes that uh, they're taking in college. I mean, I like them too bad. Or there's jobs that you have to do. You... There's many things in my life that I've done that I didn't like doing, but I knew I needed to do that to help me reach my end goals. Yeah, so, they're miserable, so, but
2: you got to do yeah. them. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I so mean, I mean, I, that, look, that's been a big push for me, but but uh, and hopefully for our younger kids. So
2: I know what you know what though. Magical. I think did
1: you, a, did you pick a bracket?
2: Um, no, I haven't had time to uh, concentrate on basketball, but I saw that you. Predicted the winner last year or something like that. Okay, right? Yeah,
1: I predicted Villanova last year. I'm with North Carolina this year. I thought that the loss to Duke last weekend is going to fortify and consolidate that team, and uh, I'm impressed with the talent on that team and the way they they work. They lost by one point, but I think they're going to pull it off, and so we'll have to see what happens. But I, I I nailed it last year, so the odds of me nailing it this year are slim. But uh, I'm out there well, sticking I'm my neck Maybe in the
2: future as a um. You go to Vegas and start.
1: Saturdays are for the boys, girl. Saturdays okay.
2: are oh, for the okay. boys. All right, go be with the boys on Saturday. <laughs> I'll be somewhere else. Oh,
1: stop! Get the hell out of here! I'm just
2: teasing. All, All right, crazy. well, have a great time in San Fran, and um, well, get I some mi- rice aroni. I,
1: mi- I miss you, San Francisco, Nicky.
2: Nick, you want to say bye Thank to dad?
1: You. Bye, daddy. All right. Did you hear take him? Carry your stomach. I heard him. Okay. okay. Have a great
2: time. We'll see you guys next week, next Tuesday, back on Much and the Misses.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?